Hi, welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Lauren Goodall. I am a clinical psychologist, and this is Psychology in Short. Uh, before we start, I'd like to give a shout out to my sponsor, which is md365access.com. And this is a teledoc service that gives you access to medical doctors um, for a small monthly fee, and which covers uh, a large array of medical conditions. It takes the weight out of the waiting room. So if you are interested in a teledoc service, please take a look. It's also on my website at drlaurengoodall.com. Okay, so today's topic, I'm doing a little bit of what I call a short on a shorts. (laughs) So it's a shorter cast is what that means, is the topic of concentration. I want to spend a little time talking about something that is really critical because it's involved in a lot of different diagnoses. And as I've said before, in my specialty, my background is differential diagnosis. And what that is, is taking a symptom and being able to find the right diagnosis and being able to do other rule outs. And I feel that happens a lot with concentration. Concentration is one of those things that immediately gets an ADHD diagnosis because it is involved in ADHD, quite frankly, but it's also involved with other diagnoses. So I wanted to take a little time with that and uh, just just define it a little tighter and give you some more options there. So let's start with that. So concentration is what? It's the ability to focus. It's the ability to follow through. It's the ability to track. It's the ability to organize. It's the ability to finish a task. And it's also the ability to be able to to mentally shift tasks, okay? It's involved in holding on to an idea, carrying it, and then proceeding to the next mental task, okay? That's something that's really common in doing math equations, right? Uh, Before you execute a math equation, you have to have some ability to have a level of concentration and an ability to shift, right? And go from one task to mental task to the next, to execute, I should say, okay? And Concentration is also, uh, you know, is also associated with uh, people complaining about distractibility. A lot of times that's really closely linked. And it's also involved in this thing called executive functions. So I'm going to explain executive functions. It is the ability, it's, it's a set of what we call cognitive, which just means intellectual or mental, okay, uh, processes that are involved in reasoning attention span, planning, organizing, judgment, okay? The ability to make judgments, reasons, reasoning. Um, It's also involved in impulse control, executive functions, okay? That's the ability to say, uh, come up with an idea and not necessarily respond to the idea that you come up with. How does that play out? Well, did you ever get really, really angry with somebody and just sit there and it's going through your head and it's going through your head until you're like, okay, no, forget it. I got to walk away, right? That's because you have impulse control, 
okay? You just walked away, even though something made you very angry, okay? Your ability to basically redirect is impulse control, okay? So, concentration, attention span is involved in all of these executive functions. So, it's kind of like the prerequisite that you must have, right? Okay. Now, when we're looking at concentrations, there's other rule-outs that we have to have uh, before we go ahead. And that's such as things such as medical factors, like does the person have a head injury, stroke? Is that a factor behind concentration? Are they on medications? Because some medications can cause some kind of brain fog concentration issue or substance use and abuse. That will make a person look like they have a concentration problem when, in fact, they have a substance problem or they're using a medication that's interfering. You remove that factor and the person can focus again. Okay. So another piece involved in concentration is a neurotransmitter in the brain. It's called norepinephrine. And it's involved in arousal and concentration. Okay. So when it's low... so Basically, you have to have enough of it to be able to concentrate. So it's been involved in uh, diagnoses such as ADHD, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, and also depression, okay? Um, As a person experiences depression, a lot of times they're going to start to lose focus. They're going to have to read, reread items time and time again. Um, So that's a factor. Uh, Concentration is is involved with having to reread and reread and they're like oh my gosh something's going on well low norepinephrine in the brain can cause a concentration problem so in other words what i'm telling you is that not all concentration problems are from attention deficit hyperactivity disorder adhd or add which is just simply uh distract uh, attention deficit distractibility without the hyperactivity So you can have concentration problems that are rooted in depression, as I said. When a person starts to get more depressed, their concentration falls off. It's also rooted in anxiety. So as a person gets more and more anxious, bordering on panic, their concentration is just going to fall off. So you're sitting there trying to talk to somebody who is just you know, clinging to the side, so to speak. They can't hear anything you're saying and they can't focus because... The anxiety is so, so high, okay? So those are some factors which tie in concentration deficits. Attention deficit disorder ties it in. Executive functions tie it in. Depression ties it in. Anxiety ties in concentration. And now I'm going to offer up what I call the $1,200 save your money uh, tip in that a lot of times people will come in, uh, they come into the office and say, you don't understand, I can't focus, I'm very distractible. I'm saying, no, 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 I agree, you can't focus and you are very distractible. Um, But the source of which is, I don't think, is attention deficit disorder, okay? So if a person is experiencing mood symptoms, that is not going to be consistent with ADHD. 
ADHD or ADD does not come equipped with mood symptoms, okay? Those are two separate gigs. The inattention's there, the concentration is problematic on all of those pieces. One has mood symptoms, one does not. The ADHD and the ADD are gonna be hyper inattentive, but generally not mood symptoms, okay? Uh, depression, anxiety, and bipolar will give you concentration deficits as well. Uh, for instance, with bipolar, a person, as they're getting more and more depressed, uh, the concentration problem is going to start. It's going to get tougher, okay? That's why you see people sleep more when they're depressed. They have a hard time staying awake, okay? They get hours and hours of sleep, and they still don't feel any better, okay? And then a person with bipolar will have normal moods, normal concentration. They'll shift into normal, and then some shift into uh, mania, and which is higher energy, and you can still focus, but once you get too high of an energy, you're not going to be able to focus. Uh, the concentration will once again fall off, and the distractibility will be epic, okay? Um, so you will not be able to talk down a person who is experiencing that either. So these are some examples of where concentration comes into play and is able to be ruled out with other diagnoses. So that's the take back for today and an understanding that concentration is about a lot more than ADHD. Um, so I hope that was helpful and I'm going to close up for now and thank you for joining me on this cast and I look forward to having you back. Thank you.